Hey folks, and uh, welcome back to another episode of Michigan Pathways. I'm your host, John. And on the 6th of May, I had an interview with Meg from uh, Great Lakes Great Responsibility. And we had a really good conversation, and my bad. I thought I it was recording, and nothing had saved. I was so upset with myself. But out of that, I was able to get... Um, kind of the basic points that I had written down for uh, the interview. So to start off, Great Lakes Great Responsibility is a 501c3 with a public charity. So if you guys want to donate or, you know, donate funding and such like that to help Meg get supplies that she needs and help go uh, further with with the cause, um, you can go over to greatlakeslove.org and be able to help her out over there. There's a donation page and such like that. Also, um, to this date, she's collected over 140,000 total pieces of litter. Uh, her goal is to get 1 million pieces of material, collected material. And the next, after that, she's looking at doing a 1 million pounds of trash i hope she gets it so but we can help her doing that i know a lot of us hikers we get out there in the back country and such like that if you guys want to get in and help out the cause there in the back countries um to where you know we i know it's a lot sometimes to pack out but sometimes we don't find stuff on the back trails and sometimes we do if you guys want to help Go ahead and do the same thing. Be able to collect your trash, take a picture of it, send it over to uh, to Meg there and how much you collected. And basically, one piece of trash is equal to one collection. So if you guys five find five pieces, you know you found five pieces that go towards her goal of one million. So, but this also comes back to the leave no trace. It, it doesn't really matter where we're at, folks. It, it's imperative that we do our best and the best we can not to leave uh, trash and whatnot behind so we can have have that you know going forward and we're able to enjoy it next time around so with that in mind stick around and we will get to today's podcast Hey folks, and welcome back. Uh, so, as I was saying in the, in the uh, intro there, and helping Great Lakes Great Responsibility, I, I she does have two upcoming events. Uh, one is on May fourteenth, which is coming up this weekend in Marquette, and also May twenty first in Arcadia. So, if you go to her website, she'll be able to get you the places where they are going to be collecting trash and such like that. So. Get on over there and see what you guys can do and help her uh, get to their goal of uh, one million pieces of trash. So on today's uh, episode here, we are going to look at the stupid things we do before we even leave the house. And I, sometimes it, it, it came as a article on Pinterest. Yes, folks, there are some great stuff on Pinterest. Don't knock it. <laughs> You hear a lot of you guys going, guys, mainly, 
I'm not knocking everybody. If you guys are getting on Pinterest, hey, I do. I find a lot of great things. I do a lot of uh, quilting as, as on the side during the wintertime. So a lot of great ideas on Pinterest. So this is an article from a woman afoot. And um, it's not uh, everything. It was like 35 different things that we do stupid before we even leave a house. And so I'm just going to read off. Uh, I've got about five, six things different here. So I, I read, I'm not going to read them off, but I'm going to kind of give you the highlights of it. You can kind of guess, you know, just from the title of each con- uh, section here on what we, we could be doing wrong. So first off, we don't budget properly. And that's, you know, this is, this is on kind of a, a through hike, if you will. I'm talking, you know, 50 miles, 100 miles, that type of thing, even the longer through hikes. So we don't budget properly. So this is when we get to towns and such like that to when we want to have a dinner or hotels and stuff, and we're not carrying the amount of cash or whatever we have. And things can, can get, you know, really hectic when you are coming off of a trail and you want to get to do things while you're off in the small towns. So when you're planning out your gear, plan out your money, folks. You know how much you want to spend in each town when you get there, so on and so forth. I know things come up, and that's why we you need a reserve to put you know aside you know how much you want to spend, so on and so forth. So the next one, you don't take care of your uh, gear. So I've spoken about this before. After our hikes are done and such like that. You want to air everything out. You want to make sure that everything is put away neatly as possible and dry. You don't want to put anything stored away wet or anything else like that because you're going to have problems come next year. She suggests um, don't compress everything. I, I'm a bad person. I compress, my, put everything back in my uh, stuff sack, just my tent and my poles and everything that get attached to that. Now, like my quilt from uh, UGQ, I will take that and put that back to its container loosely. And every once in a while, I'll get it out and I'll kind of just fluff it up and make sure everything's still good with it. So if you take care of your gear now, it'll take care of you again in the next season. Especially if you're new at this and you're buying new gear and you're getting more expensive gear, you want that gear to last you at least two or three seasons, if not more. We know this stuff's not cheap, folks, and for the amount of material, or the the light as this stuff is, you know you want to take care of it. Um, Next one is we don't rest enough, and that's true. A lot of us want to push ourselves and such like that, and we don't want to do that. You don't there's a there's a way of pushing yourself and there's a pushing yourself that you're going to get hurt. So we know that we will eventually get done. That's why I was extra, I, I bank in an extra day while I'm out on the trail. I have that luxury. It's very nice to do. Uh, a lot of people don't, and I get that. I, I was in there before that. So when you are out there, 
take a little bit, take time to rest and also make sure, you know, if you have to take a zero day, take a zero day, which is we're not doing anything today. We're just going to stay here at camp, fresh up and then get back out. So the other one is you're taking photos all wrong. And I had to kind of read this all over and stuff. Different cameras and such that you can take, you know, out there. A lot of us take pictures of the landscape. Landscapes are beautiful. But we also want to photograph our struggles in day-to-day in the, in the camping and the hiking section. When we're out on the trails, you know, um show that to people you know this is this is a struggle when we're out there folks it's not like it's peaches and cream and the trails are they're groomed but they're brutal sometimes and a lot of sections can be that way whether it be rocks or a lot of uh, ruts and such like that so the thing is is to look around and also look at yourself you know take pictures of yourself show people hey you know this is what i look like after day three and i you know i look like i've been drugged through the streets or something so definitely photograph the landscapes but also photograph yourself and that later on will help you kind of take in what um you know what your hike was like and a lot of us can remember a lot of us can remember this stuff so the next one is you don't eat enough while you're on trail hiking is very strenuous activity and your body needs fuel you can't skip out on breakfast folks you you just can't do it so having a good breakfast and good healthy snacks along the way that are high in proteins will help you get through your day so that's why i try to use in all my uh breakfast and at least my lunch i have something high in proteins and or the fats such like that and i eat light at nighttime so i'm able to uh, at least wind down and not have something too heavy on my stomach when i go to bed at night because you really don't want to be laying there and yeah tossing and turning all night like in your tent the next one is you forget to take notes on your hikes as I said, going back up to the photos, you, you need to document yourself and what the conditions were like, what the trail was like, uh, weather, you know, something simple. Uh, even take notes about yourself. How are you feeling that day? Oh, I'm feeling crummy or I'm feeling great or I'm just kind of mixed feelings. And I did that on my first two big hikes. I rode out every day. When I, we would stop at uh, camp that night. And before I went, you know, and lay down, I'd pull out my journal and I would write out the day. Even the guys that I was hiking with, you know, I'd hike, well, you know, so-and-so, he was exhausted. You know, he was, you know, whooped because he was on point all day. Or he was, you know, in the anchor because he just didn't have it that day. So, because sometimes they forget, you know, you may have a couple guys like I went with that, didn't really care about documenting everything they wanted the photos and they wanted the experience which is what we do but we also want to kind of remember what we were doing and how we were doing things so it's always important to do that just as well 
So on that, I hope you guys were able to join today's show and getting out this week. Uh, Yesterday was, what, 80-something? And I'm seeing a really good weekend uh, coming ahead. So get out and enjoy yourselves. And remember, stay safe while you're on the trail. And hopefully we will see each other on the trail. Other than that, you take care. Have a good day.